0: We fell behind on the rent, and we were evicted. When we became homeless, it was my husband and I, five kids. One, five, seven, nine, fourteen, and then we had the dog. So we lived in our minivan for close seven or eight days. No matter how tired tired i was i could not sleep because we it wasn't safe it was dangerous i think the hardest thing was the baby trying to keep her calm the other kids were okay but i hope that one day they forget it (laughs) but at the time they thought it was a little vacation they didn't understand thank god they didn't understand and they still don't really understand they still think it's a vacation now hurts us too because everywhere we apply We're being told no, we're being turned away because of our credit. I think the problem with housing is, you know, people realize that we are homeless. Even, I mean, we have to put the hotel for our current address and it it makes, it just makes me feel helpless and hopeless all over again every time I have to go into the hotel and tell them I don't have enough to pay and think that we may be back in a vehicle again. 888-367-5329, 888-367-5329.
1: 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. Jordan Michaels did you catch what she said there that this whole scenario of having the family of five together with the kids the youngest i think 5 years old the baby living in a minivan together and that sense of being helpless and homeless and i guess we could say helpless homeless and hopeless and wow, that's that's got to be a pretty devastating scenario. We were talking here off the air. Who ever decides? Hey, someday when I grow up, I want my family to have to live on the streets. Who ever says? Gee, when I grow up, I think I want to be a drug addict and and you know live underneath a, a freeway overpass. But that's the reality for so many folks in the Bay Area, and folks have got to get it through their mind, Jordan, that people don't always go looking for this that there are oftentimes so many circumstances beyond their control that they get caught up in that enemy's snare and this is where they find themselves we're here tonight to simply say god loves you he's got a plan for your life and we want to extend not only a lifeline but a line of hope to you so that you can get out of your circumstance break the cycle of addiction find victory and ultimately, live a joyful, productive, rewarding, fulfilling life. Did I put you to sleep now, Jordan? Oh, maybe she's answering phones back there. Is She busy answering phones. No. Ah, there you are. I, okay, we just had to press two more buttons. Yeah, and drop thank a, you for that, Nate. A nickel in the coin,
2: <laughs> a coin in the, in
1: the slot. You know, right?
2: I was saying yes. I totally agree. It's just so, so, so sad. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. We can turn this around. If you want to make a difference in the world, boy, this is a great opportunity to be that world of difference. And it happens when we give. You know, this is a a perfect opportunity to celebrate God's gift to us, Christmas time, you know, by sharing and giving what God has given to us with others. And
1: I like to think of folks calling tonight and giving those gifts of saying, I'm going to call in and sign up to be a superhero (laughs) for a family that's hurting.
2: Absolutely. And
1: uh, we're so appreciative of the partnership and the generosity of KFAX listeners. And I I know that longtime uh, folks that listen to this program think, oh boy, there he goes again. He's (laughs) off on another one of his tirades, raising money to do something. but and you know what? So we important. have no
2: apologies no, for that. No,
1: I'm not going to apologize for nope. that. Because when it provides the resources to help change lives, wow, I'm all about
2: it. I am too, boy. I'm right there with you. And you know what? We have some people calling tonight that gave last night that just said, you know what? I want to give more. Wow. I love that. You know, when the Spirit of God moves into people's hearts, it just becomes a waterfall. And I, I just I love that how that happens. So I'm gonna I've got some people I wanna mention and thank. You know, our listeners are just so awesome. And you know what? We still we've got a couple of phones that need to be busy. I'm gonna give you the number, folks. It's triple eight three six seven five three two nine. That's a number to call. Triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Wanna thank Gail of Brentwood, sixty Brentwood, $60. Thank you for that, Gail. We have an anonymous from San Mateo, $50. Thank you for that. Uh, Donald of San Jose, $45. Ray from the San Jose Detective Agency, thank you for your gift of $240. Brian of San Leandro, $60. We have Cheryl of Richmond, $25. Bruce of Castro Valley, $500. Michael of Ronert Park, $120. Uh, James of Oakley, $60, and another anonymous gift, $60 from Pacifica. Yay, thank you, Lord.
1: All right, well, we appreciate uh, all of their calls. Thank you so much, uh, Jordan, for the hard work you and the team are doing back there and uh, taking those pledges. So let's hear from you right now. We're here at 624. We're going to reset here in this half hour between now and 640. We want to be able to provide enough resources so that the bay area rescue mission can distribute boxes of hope to an additional fifty five zero fifty families now again just to kind of spell it out for you sixty dollars is what the average box of hope costs, and in that box of hope there's enough food in there Provide a family with about 30 meals. So imagine if you've got a family of four or five. There's several days. That's going to help out. I mean, there's a week's worth of food there. And uh, I don't know about you. If you've gone to the grocery store lately, you know that it's pretty overwhelming. You don't have to have a couple of football-sized teenagers at home. To say, I'm spending a grand a month on food, it's pretty easy to hit that number without a lot of hard effort. So this really becomes such an aid to families that are literally living paycheck to paycheck. And as the winter season sets in, it's colder. I don't know about you, my house, I hear the furnace running several times throughout the night, and I don't keep it hot in my house. And I know there's going to be a whopper of a bill that's going to come. I thank God that I've got a job that allows me to be able to pay that bill. But what about a family that says, hey, there's some sickness in the family, mom's not working anymore, dad got laid off, or his hours have been cut back because of what's going on in the economy. He, he works in a job that they're reliant upon all of those containers being opened. And without the containers opened, we can't sell stuff. And without being able to sell stuff, we can't keep the place staffed full time. So we're furloughing employees. Now, where do you go to get another job that's going to provide the resources you need here at Christmas to pay the electric bill, pay the rent put food on the table? Families are making tough, tough choices. Would you make a choice tonight to be a superhero to one of these families and give a gift of $60 or whatever the Lord puts on your heart? With the matching grant, $2 a meal, $10 matching grant. That means 10 meals you'll be able to provide. So whatever the Lord tells you to do, just ask that you be obedient. Be a superhero for Jesus tonight. Be a superhero for a needy family. Triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Sherwin Harris is with us tonight in studio. We usually save the best to last. <laughs> <laughs> But teasing off the air, Sherwin's been a dear friend for many, many years. How long have you been involved with the Bay Area Rescue Mission?
3: Well, surprisingly to some, uh, I came in as a client first in 1994. And I successfully uh, completed the program in 1995. And they've been stuck with me ever since. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been uh, going on 28 years. It'll be 27 years at the end of this, and I'll go into my 28th year in uh, March of uh, 2022 you'll
1: hang around because i would imagine Sherwin, sure, you like to be around living walking breathing miracles don't you
3: well that and plus
1: it gives me a chance to give back yeah uh
3: to show hope uh by my actions uh i heard you earlier in the show speak of demonstrating love through action and what better way than to be a living walking breathing testimony for those
1: who come through our doors. Yeah, that—that's back to that, First uh, John three sixteen notion that uh, uh, God really calls on us not to speak love, but to demonstrate love, uh, to be active love. Certainly, the most demonstrative means of love was Christ going on that cross on our behalf, because God said, you know, I really want to be in fellowship with my creation, but these sinners—they just can't keep it together. And I got to come up with a way that I can provide the means by which they can have that one pure sacrifice that would cover all sin for all time for all mankind. And he did that by being born in a manger in humble beginnings as we celebrate the birth of Jesus here at Christmas time, and then, of course, culminating in his death, burial, and resurrection getting victory over sin and the grave. That's what God has given to us. And uh, what a joy it is to be a superhero and be able to show love in action, to demonstrate love without limits. And I, I also want to mention, Sherwin, for benefit of listeners, you have been pivotal behind this new project the Bay Area Rescue Mission has been involved with for several years now in this building project called the Bridge of Hope. Tell us a bit about that new facility, why it's so important. Well, Number one, it'll bring on
3: online uh, new uh, 114 beds. Uh, These will be 26 studio type apartments. Uh, The groupings will be uh, there'll be a couple of uh, eight-person, eight-women and children uh, dormitory-type rooms, and then the rest will be in split into four uh, women rooms. The women who are single that participate in our long-term program, they will be in the eight-person rooms. Uh, we do uh, have an ADA room on the bottom floor. Uh, we have a dumbwaiter for clothing to come from the second floor to the, to the first floor. It's a state of art and I have uh, uh, computers. Uh, we have a computer lab with four computers in it. We have a laundry room with eight, 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 uh, four, line, four uh, washers and four dryers. So it, it'll be a very, very up-to-date. Uh, we have uh, Wi-Fi going throughout the building, and uh, it's, it's fresh. It, it'll be something that a person that's coming off the street or coming from a domestic violence uh, uh, type of situation or coming from just being abandoned, they will
1: find immediate love and hope. That sense of not only hope, but... Dignity. I mean, we all need a sense of dignity about us. If you don't have a sense in your own self-worth, then no wonder people are willing to throw it away by chasing after drugs or putting up with abuse and all of it. But you think, well, I, I've, I've, all my life has been nothing but messages that I'm no good, lousy, never going to achieve anything, not worth anything, tossed to the street, abandoned is the word that you'd use, Sherwin, and I think that describes how a lot of people are feeling. They just feel abandoned.
3: Yeah, and, and when you come to the uh, rescue mission and, and you get to participate in one of our uh, various programs, you feel a, a sense of belonging. And, you know, you feel love. You feel you get your self-worth back. That's yes, that and, sense and, of
1: community in Christ.
3: Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, and, and then you start to begin to shed some of those old skins and, and you begin to open up, become more transparent, and you share you start to participate. You you, you you don't have to have that wall uh, built up in front of you. Uh, you can be uh, vulnerable again. And, and that's, that, that, that's the beauty of where the healing starts, when you let yourself
1: become vulnerable. Yeah, you're going to kind of strip away everything that stands in the way. And Wayne, you talked about that earlier in your own life experience, how that God literally allowed everything that stood in the way yes. between you and He to be torn away, stripped away, laid bare. To then you got to the point where you could have that one-on-one encounter with Jesus Christ Himself,
0: which was much better than anything I could have provided yeah, amen
1: myself. To that, yeah. now, sure. When I'm curious, your own life story. We won't spend a lot of time here because I know you and I get to talking. We'll be here till midnight, and <laughs> I want folks to have a chance to go to the phone again. That toll-free number: triple eight three six seven five three two nine. We're hope casting tonight. We're looking for superheroes that want to stand with the Bay Area Rescue Mission to provide meals to. Needy families this Christmas, provide a glimmer of hope. Let them know that even though you may feel abandoned, as Sherwin talked about, God has not abandoned you. In fact, God came down. He sent His Son because He loves you so much. We as believers know that story. Our job tonight is to cast that vision, share that story, go into all the world, compel them into the highways and byways, and compel them to come in. That's exactly what we're doing here tonight. That's what your gift does in empowering the Bay Area Rescue Mission to show love without limits to needy and hurting families and individuals this Christmas. 888 367 5329 A Box of Hope will provide the average family 30 meals. That'll be like a whole week's worth of meals. Well, what a blessing that will be. But more importantly, and you shared this a little bit, Bram. both you and... Wayne, last night, that folks come in to receive that box of hope. Now the dialogue gets going, and all of a sudden there's an opportunity to pray with people. And, and didn't you say the last time that you guys did the, the distribution over at Thanksgiving that uh, Brother Malcolm Lee was, was preaching and folks standing in line to receive yes. their box of hope are saying, you know what, I need this Jesus you're talking about. Yes. Tell me more.
3: Yes, that's exactly what happened. In fact, Malcolm went around the, uh, just greeting everybody. He's just such an amazing man of God.
1: Beautiful stuff. Now, Sherman, your your own story. Give us the Reader's Digest version here, brother. What, what brought you to the Bay Area Rescue Mission back in the mid-90s? Well, most people
3: wouldn't believe that. I had a very happy and uh, thriving uh, childhood. Uh, I had two loving parents. Uh, we didn't want for anything. I had a Four siblings, uh, and my father was a longshoreman. My, my mother, she worked for Hanley Hotels uh, for a short period of time, but then she was at home. Uh, we grew up at San Landry Boys Club. Uh, we uh, we lived on the Oakland-San Landry border, and uh, we just had fun. Yeah, uh, Pretty normal
1: know, childhood yeah, in a sense. Yeah, you yeah. know,
3: play basketball, play baseball, you know, went camping during, during the summer, went on family vacations. And then as, as I progressed through uh, elementary school, go to junior high, successfully do that, go to high school, successfully do that. When I was playing baseball in my junior year, I had to have arthroscopic uh, surgery on my knee. And there went my hopes of becoming a professional baseball. So, yeah, you band. had
1: your designs on uh, on a career. Yeah,
3: you know I was left-handed, and even in the in the 70s, you know left-handers were a valuable commodity. Yeah. By the blue, when well, there was no by the blue at that <laughs> That's time. That's right. You know, Come no. on now. <laughs> so uh, it was very very easy for me to think I was going to go down that path. Uh, I threw away a scholarship to uh, uh, Dying uh, uh, College, and, and it was just it was just traumatic for me, you know, to think that now my, my hopes were were shattered. So I turned to uh, using uh, marijuana at that time, you know, started hanging out with the fellas and uh, didn't get too engrossed in it, but it planted that seed. Creeps up on you, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, graduated from my high school, married my high school sweetheart and went into the uh, Air Force. And I stayed there three years and you know, After uh, my second year, uh, I physically abused, one time, my wife. Mm -hmm. And it brought back memories of things I had seen in my past. And I immediately said, I need a divorce. So we separated. I got out of the Air Force. She came back to Oakland. I came back to Oakland. I got an apartment uh, down by Lake Merritt and uh, began working for Montgomery Wards and uh, was doing there, pretty there's good. There's a name out of history, huh? Yeah, doing, <laughs> doing, doing pretty good. You know, living down by the lake, you know, being a single man and, and was started living the life. And then the alcohol kicked in along with the marijuana. Uh, soon after that, I was out of my apartment on uh, Athol uh, Avenue in uh, Oakland, down by the lake. I came from the lake to... Uh, the hood mm-hmm. back on 90th Ave. next thing I know I was on 90th Ave., the corner of hillside and uh, that's where the drugs just really took over um, I did get lucky enough to pass the drug test and then get hired by Fleischman's Yeast that's when I stayed there from 1980 to 1989 and in 1989 February 1st I took a vacation my girlfriend at the time, she was uh, doing rock cocaine, and Uh-oh. I never did rock cocaine. And
1: I took my first hit. You graduated from marijuana, alcohol, not a rock coke. And Man, that's when the devil really gets his snare into you, doesn't it? And trust
3: me, I was no match for the devil mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. In one week, I lost my job. I became homeless. Uh maybe <coughs> seven, eight months after that we lost the house that we were staying in. You know, the PGE goes off, the water goes off. Next thing you know, you got the uh the city of Oakland is boarding up the house. Yeah. H- and condemning the house. Can't can't inhabit inhabit the house. So yeah. next thing you're doing, you're pushing a buggy. You know, you're walking the streets of Oakland from ninety eighth hour. How did you wind up from ninety eighth? at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Well, in 1994, I had finally had enough. And I cried out to the Lord that, let me backtrack, in 93, in Thanksgiving, at a Thanksgiving dinner, I was back at the house, at my mom's house, and that's when I cried out to the Lord. And in February of 1994, he answered my call. I got on the bus, 82, went down to Broadway, got on the 72M, and it dropped me off at the corner of of 1st and McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I walked back one block to 2nd and McDonald's, and I asked them, can I stay there? And then I said, do you have a program? I need help. And they said yes. I was one of the fortunate ones. The rescue mission at that time had a space for me. We turned away so many people. Uh, over the course of a year at the rescue mission, now because it's so it's so the need is so so great. So after I graduated, like I told you in nineteen ninety five, then the rescue mission they hired me. I became the uh, co director of the youth department over the next five years, and then on March of uh, two thousand, I became the director of the men's uh, services, which encompassed running the shelter and then also uh, the men's program. But during that time also, I went back to school. I went to CC College and had uh, counseling and motivation working with the mission. Uh, I went to Brenning Institute and got the College of Advanced Studies for Addictive Disorders, registered addiction Specialist. I got all my certifications, Mm -hmm. and that empowered me to be able to really reach the men
1: that I was trying to help. So here's the old adage, whom he calls, he qualifies. Mm -hmm. He qualified you and and has used you through the ministry through all these years, and then most recently uh, put you in charge of the project to uh, get this new building up and underway, and there's going to be a ribbon cutting come uh, uh, hopefully early on in 2022, and uh, the doors will open to provide more shelter for more women and children, young families that are struggling and dealing with the the difficult challenge of homelessness and addiction. Yours is a story, Sherwin, that's ironically down through the years been repeated over and over and over again. People who come through the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, down on their luck, tired, worn out, beaten up by the devil, stuck in a cycle of addiction, no sense of, of any way out, Um, hopeless, homeless, and God turns all that about and says, we're going to just, we're going to rebuild from the inside out, change the heart, change the mind, change the life. Amen. And that
3: rebuild started on March the 5th of 1994 at 2 o'clock in the morning when the Lord came into my life. God bless you. And
1: Yes, it's been awesome ever since. Yeah. And, I, and I know the fact that you've been dedicated and committed to this ministry for all these years is, is demonstrative of what you see this organization doing in changing lives. And really tonight, the message is, Sherman has shared his story, is to pass that hope along and to keep that hope moving forward. And your gift tonight allows that to happen. Imagine if there weren't partners with the Bay Area Rescue Mission, some of you old-timers that have been with us for a lot of years and this program might have been in the mid-90s, donors to the Bay Area Rescue Mission, who then made sure the doors were open so that when Sherwin Harris said, that's it, I'm done, can you give me some help and walk through the doors McDonald Avenue and Second Street in Richmond and the doors were open, people were there to greet him he was able to find not only a place to lay his head, but a profound opportunity to change his life and to discover what real hope looks like, to become in and of himself a walking miracle. You are part of that miracle story. And imagine those that give gifts tonight, the stories that we can share six months or a year from now. Imagine the families that will come to receive their box of hope at Christmas and what God will do through your effort, your generosity, your kindness in partnering with this ministry. Tonight, we ask you to join us in being a superhero to a hurting individual that is today where Sherwin Harris was in 1994, that is today where some of these others we've heard from tonight, whose lives have been changed, the power of the gospel that need help. Your gift can provide that means that tactile touch, they come in for a meal and then they stay because they found so much more. They found hope in Christ Jesus. That's the message tonight. Now, I'm going to pipe down here and put a zipper on it, as my mother used to say, and invite you to go to the phone and make your gift. Again, tonight, as we're heading into the home stretch of this edition of Lifeline, we are partnering with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. We've got a very special grant challenge, which doubles your gift tonight. A $60 gift with the matching grant will provide a Christmas box of hope to two needy families supplying enough food for some 30 meals per family. The mission will distribute over 1,000 boxes of hope this Christmas, but we can't do it without your help. So stand with us at whatever level God chooses to put on your heart. Just be obedient. $2, $10, $5, 5, $5,000, $5 million. Whatever the Lord puts on your heart, just join us if you would and be a superhero to a needy family to a hurting individual this Christmas. 888 367 That's 888 367 or give that gift securely online. Just look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of the homepage at kfax.com.
4: With my addiction of alcohol taking control of my life, I ended up homeless, dumpster diving, sleeping on the cold cement benches felt like I wanted to end of my life. Well, when I got here, I thought, 30 days program or a one-year program? I thought, wow. I know 30 days was not going to help me with my addiction of alcohol that I've had all my life. So within a few hours, I don't know, something came over me. I decided to make a little note and leave it in the front desk and say, I'm interested in the year, the wrong program. God gave me a new outlook and a new chance. It's incredible. It's like being reborn again.
1: Wow. There's Sid's story, not unlike Jose's story from earlier. Talked about the same thing. Lifelong struggle with alcohol. Came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission, desperate, homeless, hopeless. And God began. That still small voice, that power of the Holy Spirit began to work in his life. And he ended up staying in the program. And if you wonder how often do these miracles happen and sure when you talked about this earlier it's miracles every day. You're surrounded by miracles and and yeah. every time somebody walks in there's another potential new miracle walking through the door. Yes, and
3: that's the beauty of being in this ministry. You actually get to see God increase the kingdom of God yes. through him putting his spirit in Nubia. New- new believers mm-hmm. and then when you see that it's like that 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 pebble in the in, in the water you know it just spreads spreads out it just spreads
1: yeah, yeah. out bram do you see a lot of alumni come back volunteers support donate mm-hmm. folks that have been through the program yeah. and then say 10 20 30 years later say you know what this is still home for me this, this is where god did that miracle in my life
4: yeah that's the the secret to our success you were the theme of ha- having heroes tonight really is about, uh, you know, for the Jose's of the world to leave and be successful, first of all, they have to plug into a community. They can't just go back to where they came from, right, where all that stuff was there. And so one of the great things we have is we have partner churches where you can plug in. We have pastors, shout out to Pastor Featherstone and Pastor Sebastian and others, who really our men are men and women are attending these churches where they're surrounded by a fellowship. And as a part of that, which you just talked about, is we have alumni who come back and they and they give back and they continue to encourage. They continue to pray. They continue to mentor into the lives of people that are in our programs and and even mentor to our staff and even encourage me. And the gentleman you had on uh, right now, who, we had that. Uh, his name's Sid. You know, he he helps us sometimes. He volunteers at our contact office and also volunteers. And one, the first time I led worship at the Bay Area Rescue Mission when they. When they run out of piano players and they get to the bottom, that's when they call my name. Right? And so, <laughs> for one of our staff yeah. meetings, we led worship. Wayne plays guitar, and Sid's our drummer, and he's an yeah. amazing musician. And uh, so it's not just that, right? Sid's, you know, he graduated from our program and still giving back as a volunteer. We have a gentleman, his name's Arnold, who you, we just heard uh, Jordan say that somebody in Richmond gave us twenty five dollars. Right? That's amazing to me that somebody in Richmond cares about us enough our own community where the where the rescue mission is to give us $25 we talk about nothing's too small we have a gentleman named Arnold who uh, volunteers and he stuffs envelopes for us that's what he does and he loves it right and we have a a gentleman named Steve who's in our kitchen who's been there for I'm going to say 20 years now who comes in and serves in the kitchen people that have partnered with us who want to be involved no matter where it's a small gift or a huge gift of time talent or treasure it makes a huge difference to us.
1: Well, and what you're describing is the church. I mean, people sometimes remotely think the church means a building, mm-hmm. a facility, pews, stained glass. Yeah, the building part of it is. But when you look at the definition of script, of, of church from a scriptural standpoint, mm-hmm. it's the body of Christ. It's believers. And I want listeners, even as we head into the home stretch of tonight's program, to understand that it's all of us as the church, all of those individuals that you're speaking to, mm-hmm. Bram, that make up this ministry – Whether you're coming and working on staff, you're coming and volunteering, you're donating. Uh, This is really what the church is all about. And these superheroes that we've talked about tonight that have called that toll-free number, which, by the way, after we go off the air tonight, you can go online anytime. Some of you might be driving saying, Craig, I want to be a part of this, but... We have a family tradition. My spouse and I, we always pray before things like this. We want to get together with the family, maybe get the kids involved a little bit and have them understand what it means to become a giver and use this as an object lesson. So how do we give after the program tonight. You can go online anytime to com. That banner is going to be up there all month, and click on that. It'll take you to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. You can find out how to safely and securely give online. You can also get more information about coming down for a visit, how can you volunteer, other ways in which you can give to support, to be a superhero to these needy and hurting individuals and families, and to be a part of that church functionality. Where really, it's it's not some big, faceless, nameless conglomerate that provides the resources to make this all happen, it's really individuals. It's Sherman, it's Wayne, it's me, it's you, it's all of our listeners. They're the secret sauce, really, uh, with the gospel of what makes such a difference in the lives of people that come through the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission.
4: Yeah, I had the privilege a few weeks ago of meeting uh, Bob Goff, famous Christian author. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was telling me, he had a friend who said, "You know, I'm I'm church hopping. I'm I don't like this uh, doctrine. I don't like the worship team, and I'm I'm leaving this church." And he said, "You are the church. How can you leave yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean?" This guy's yeah. a brilliant. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we are the body of Christ. That's right. why I love our ministry. Yeah. And we are a living sacrifice. We know we're not perfect. We know we're not a p- perfect ministry. We know we make mistakes, mm-hmm. right? But that's the beauty of it. So we can we can treat each other right? As the Lord would have us treat each other and give each other grace and administer grace and just do life together. Yeah. If pastor Dave was here, he's one of his favorite sayings, right? Hey, let's just do life together. Yeah. And uh, we know we can promise one thing. When you graduate from our program, we can promise one thing. We can tell the future. That's our superpower. Mm-hmm. You will encounter problems. <laughs> <Sure. Yeah. laughs> when you leave Amen. us, it's not going to that's be perfect. That's right. right? Where do, yeah. We don't have any secret kind of, yeah, from now on your life's going to be yeah. great. You know, um, the trials and tribulations and the temptations will be there, but we're going to give you the tools, right, to deal with those things, to deal with those triggers. And most of all, we're going to introduce you to the Lord Jesus Christ who's going to be in your corner. And uh, that's really what we love. That's what we love
1: about our mission. And really that's all a part of the journey. And as you've taken this journey with us tonight, I want to, uh, as we wrap up tonight's program, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, and I know for those of you that have been around for a lot of years and listening to this program and tolerating my voice coming into your car radio or your home uh, every Monday through Friday, you put up with a lot. (laughs) recognize that. But I also appreciate your sense of indulging me as we share with you these stories, these opportunities for the church to be the church. And this is what we've done tonight. I want to thank you for your partnership with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Now, as we wrap up this evening's program, the opportunity to give and be a part of the miracle to be a superhero doesn't end by any means. Christmas is more than two weeks away. So, Pray about it. You've heard about it. You've thought about it. Now I ask you to do something about it. Go online to KFAX.com. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage and give that gift. We're going to get some updates in the coming days leading into Christmas from Bram to see how progress is and meeting the goal of providing all of these boxes of hope literally, Christmas miracles for hurting and needy families. So we invite you to stay tuned for that. Meanwhile, I want to thank you so much for being with us. We're going to thank not only Brian Brigonia, the executive director of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, for being with us. Thank you, brother, for sharing your time and your heart with our listeners tonight.
4: Thank you. We thank you for all your support and for the support of the Salem Media family. Thank you, you so much. Our
1: also thanks to uh, Wayne Earle for being with us, manager of special Progress, uh, projects, Sherwin Harris, director of the Bridge of Hope, Our producer, Wanda Sanchez. My engineer, Nate Nelson. And thanks to you for loving and caring and being a superhero in supporting the work of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Online at kfax.com. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. Till next time, Craig Roberts saying, don't just keep the faith, get on out there and share it. So long.